G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. And we're catching up with Sean Hart, Aussie AFL legend. He's uh, got a strong Christian faith and he's uh, won a few grand finals with the Brisbane Lions many years ago, won the Norm Smith Medal in 2001. And uh, he's also spoken at a lot of schools, universities, sporting clubs about his faith and about character. He's a great man of God. We're going to catch up with Sean and hear what he's up to these days. Welcome along, Sean. Tell us a bit of your story, mate. Where were you born and raised? G'day, Matt. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I was born and raised in uh, in Melbourne, a little place called Ferntree Gully. In fact, uh, at the start of my life, my mum tells me I uh, decided to come out before she got to hospital and she was standing in the corner of our family home in Ferntree Gully and all of a sudden I decided to slip out and she caught me by the legs, fortunately, <laughs> and uh, saved me crashing to the ground in my first uh, contest. And uh, and then, then we rushed off to Box Hill Hospital from there in the uh, the back of the old EH uh, ha- wagon, mate. That was a, that was the story of my start. There you go. So you're a, you're a slippery slippery fella uh, as a baby, just like you were on the field, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> and mate, um, tell us a bit about your upbringing. Did you have like a religious upbringing at all? No, not really. No, I uh, grew up in uh, really in the country of Victoria. So after seven years, our family moved into a little place called Corop, um in country Victoria, about ten kilometres from Rochester. Started to play uh, in what was the Rochester Midgets football um, team there over in in the country and uh, in the, that Goulburn Valley region. Probably I I was there for three or four years. We had a mixed business, a small school of about fourteen children, one teacher I was part of, and then. Uh, after our business didn't quite do as well as we'd like to, I moved uh, with the family over to Shepparton um, into the heart of the Goldman Valley and uh, joined Shepparton United Football Club over there and started launching into what I hoped to be a football career um, as a pathway. But uh, that, that was a great time. Growing up in the country and being part of the country community was probably one of my favourite memories. And tell us a bit about your faith journey. Was there a conversion experience at a young age or how did you come to know the Lord? Uh, I really uh, came to uh, to understand that there was a greater uh, purpose to my life and there was a, um, a truer identity to who I was um, through connecting with uh, the lady who's now my wife, Linda, her name is. And uh, as a young footballer on the Gold Coast chasing after the fame and fortune that uh, seemed to be on offer from uh, elite sport and AFL at the time, I... Uh, came into an environment where we didn't get paid enough to uh, just do football as the players do these days, but I, I also had to do work, and uh, work, funny enough, became the majority of my income for the early parts of my career. And so I had done a little bit of work uh, in, uh, sorry, a little bit of study, I should say, in welfare studies in Victoria before getting grafted. Uh, and uh, when I got up here, there was a real opportunity, even without a full qualification, to step in. Uh, to the Endeavour Foundation and a role with them, uh, working with people uh, with disabilities. And uh, and I did that, and, and that was when I met uh, my now wife, Linda, who's been my wife for uh, 26, going on 27 years. And uh, she uh, just had something about her and about her life and her character and, and the way 
she lived and, and loved that I saw was a bit different to me. I was a bit of a grumpy character, a bit of a moody boy, and uh, and I needed to uh, find out what it was that that um, that she had that I didn't, and it was a relationship with Jesus Christ that was the difference. And I uh, I found that, and uh, and I've never been freer and, and more convinced that uh, I now know who I am and and what I'm called to do in my life because of uh, because of the, the the way that God put us together and. Uh, and the way that he's called me to um, to know who I am and, and what I'm here for. And tell us what changed in your life when you came to faith. I this, probably the detail matter. The story was that I, I really in, at the time was you know, pursuing uh, Linda as a first priority, and she invited me along to church. And uh, the church is a reach out for Christ Church on the Gold Coast. Steve Ryder has been past that church for a long, long time, and was at the time. And and I went there uh, this night, uh, this day, this morning, I should say, and listened to a gentleman speak who was a European lion tamer. His name was Keish Shragi, and uh, some people might know of that name, but he spoke of uh, his um, relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, I think he had a 14-year uh, journey with the Lord, and, and I, um, at the time I was really wrestling myself with uh, two years into a football career where I just thought it was more of a fancy life, but when you get into the reality of it, it's a... It's a brutal pursuit of excellence uh, mentally, physically, spiritually and uh, and finding the exhaustion, finding the reality that, hang on, this might even be over after two years. Who, who am I and what am I to do if the, the one thing I'm building my whole life and identity and purpose on um, is no longer what, I, what I'm able to do and, and earn my income doing? And uh, so I, I, was in a, I was in a real spot and a searching place and, uh, and in meeting Linda and going along to church and then hearing Case speak, he made a comment in his uh, in his uh, sharing that morning, and then it went something like this: "It said, uh, you know, you could be a, a footballer with all the fame and fortune you ever wanted, but what would it be worth if you sold your soul to get it?" Sort of thing. And I, I really found myself connecting with that message at the time because that's where my whole focus of purpose and who I was uh, had had been established, and nothing else was really on my radar at all in terms of who I was. And, uh, and now I'm sitting amongst 300 people. I know it was a European lion tamer. I'm speaking probably in soccer language a little bit, but but spoke right to me and right to my heart. And uh, and I I came to believe uh, uh, in terms of his talking about Jesus and who Jesus truly is um, to each of us. That uh, that that was the piece that was missing in in my life, and in fact uh, the the source that was missing for my life. And uh, and so I uh, made a decision that day um, on October 18, 1992, to to follow Jesus and to uh, and to pursue His will for my life, and uh, as I said, I've never uh, the instant and immediate result was that I've never felt the freedom that, that Jesus Christ can offer. Uh, the truth of the truth can truly set you free, and uh, you know every day I I get convinced that uh, it's the only real way to to freedom, to life, uh, and to truth and. Uh, and that was probably the uh, the start of it. Uh, Matt, uh, there's been a lot of uh, the journey over the, the years since then. It's been full of uh, full of joy, but also full of challenges where where my faith has been called upon. Well, mate, it's amazing that you know it was a European lion, lion tamer that uh, you you heard the gospel through and ended up uh, playing for the Brisbane Lions. You know, did you ever think about that link there, mate? <laughs> yeah, I, I, every time I would share my faith and testimony in churches, I'd hear people chuckle as I mentioned that because there was a real, a real uh, bit of humour there that I think God was creating uh, in that that whole uh, reality that I was a lion. Not that I was any tamer, but I was certainly a freer lion and a uh, 
uh, and a, uh, a lion who had uh, you know the, the the heart was able to understand that it was my heart that I was uh, that I was changing and transforming and 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 think, and that be of course thanks to the, the call of um, the call of God on my life to uh, to a greater purpose for who I was and uh, what I was what I was here for the life I've been given. So I I do I like I like the humour of it and I think as I share testimony, uh, people pick that up and and uh, find the humour in that, but also the, uh, the you know the design of God in that to uh, to make it part of my testimony and part of the change and transformation in my life. So really, you weren't just lying around living for yourself. You were living for the lion of the tribe of Judah, hey? That's right. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yes. <laughs> hey, mate. Um, <laughs> when we met, uh, I was working at a Christian radio station in Brisbane, and you were part of a program called Choices, where you go in and speak at high schools and encourage kids to make good choices. And obviously, everyone, you know, that was in the heyday when you know Brisbane Lions were winning. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you you were you know a megastar um, in the AFL world uh, you know back in that day. I mean, you're still a megastar now, but back then you were at the the height of your career, I should say. You know, um, tell us a bit about how important it is that you get this message out to young people about the choices they make in life. Yeah, thanks, Matt. It was uh, Cool Choices was a phenomenal uh, program. I used to work with uh, as Hamilton um, and, and and lead into the night program that he was running and. Uh, uh, it was a massive, it was a big, really big part of the family, family radio, uh, and I was just so uh, thankful to be given that opportunity. But the the, the reality for me was uh, that I think these things uh, precede um, what we will call greatness, and uh, and I, I make sure that when I say that, I think it's more about the greatness of serving message that that Christ is you know is helps us to understand because uh, you know uh, I was part of a, a great team uh, but I think it was the contribution that each of those team members that were prepared to make uh, for the, the greater purpose that made them such great characters and such great uh, you know, selfless selfless people towards the bigger purpose and I think that's what I found in the Cool Choices program. It was about actually out amongst uh, people, the real lives uh, the real battles of young people and, and speaking a message of of hope, but of, of truth. Of you know, this, there's there's a way to make really cool choices. There's a way to make the best choices, and they're not. They're certainly the best choices are more often than not not selfish choices, and not choices that are about what you can gain, but about what you can give. And I think that's what has become a real message that you know through faith and through understanding the the gospel message and you know, uh, John three sixteen and what what Christ has done for us that we. Uh, we come to a place of real uh, gratitude, real humility, and real desire just to make the very best choices that that represent what the people around us need more, putting people before us. And that, I think that that heart and that uh, essence was part of the, the great Brisbane Lions team that I was fortunate enough to be part of at the time. I was doing the Cool Choices program, and uh, and I think today that message doesn't change. There's yeah, the, the people who might be listening to this interview. Uh, I just say to you uh, that. Uh, who you are and discovering the true your true identity is really important because you were made in the image of God. There's no doubt about it, in my opinion. And uh, once we understand that, once we understand what God truly says about us, we get a new painting of who we are because we can often live in the in the past and in bad choices, and we still make some bad choices. But but it's understanding uh, the grace of God and the mercy of God and the truth of God that can set us free. And 
and help us live a life that God's truly called us to live. And I think that's what that's what the um, essence of making cool choices and the very best choices in life is all about. That's awesome, mate. Well, if people want to find out more, they can look up Sean Hart on Facebook. And uh, what's your uh, your website if people want to track you down? Yeah, idsports.com.au is our, uh, our website. Uh, and uh, it is, uh, it'll, it'll, It'll point to a few things. It'll clearly point to some of the stuff I'm talking about. Also point to a model of coaching called 3D coaching, which I believe is revolutionary for Australian landscape. It's a US model of coaching, but it's all about people getting led and coached in every dimension of their being because sport can be very much about the first dimension, about the, the physical athlete and the, and the tactics and the, uh, you know, all about that performance piece more than actually identifying, as we talk about in the third dimension, identity, purpose, character, significant self-worth and then the second dimension the mindset and the and uh you know and then team cohesion confidence belief you know uh, belief is just such an enormous piece of coaching and of life that you know what what do you believe who are you and what do you believe Mm, wonderful mate well it's so good to hear from you sean hart and uh so good to uh hear what god's been doing in your life thanks for joining us thank you very much for having me keep up the great work Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.